Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. Happy Monday if you're listening to this the day that I upload. Today, I wanted to focus this episode on sharing some of the hard truths about manifesting. I really wanted to dive deeper into this topic because I think it's important to take a deep dive into manifesting because I find that people aren't able to manifest to their fullest potential because they are missing these key parts of the equation that I'm going to be sharing with you today. So, Let's jump into it. All right, so the first hard truth about manifesting is that you don't always get what you want. (laughs) Yep, I know. You may be thinking, but isn't the whole point of manifesting to get what I want? Well, I would say no. It's so much more than that. In fact, it's so much better than that. You don't always get what you want, but you will get what you need. Kind of like that song, right? And how incredible is that? Now, of course, if you are very ego-driven, then you probably hear this and think, I don't care about what I need, I care about what I want. But I wanna challenge you to look at it from this perspective. Sometimes we don't always know what's best for us. And sometimes what we want is not what's best for us. Because usually what we want is very ego-based. The thing is, we co-create with the universe, right? So when it comes to manifesting and creating our ideal reality, oftentimes we need to be flexible with that vision. You know, we need to be flexible with that vision that we have in mind. A lot of the times, manifestation coaches will ask you to get super specific about what you want to manifest, right? Even I have said this before. But here's the thing that I'm learning. Sometimes you can't be specific. Sometimes you need to let go of the specifics and let the universe step in. When we are extremely specific about what we are manifesting, we are holding on to controlling the outcome. And this sets up a potential block in our manifestation. Being flexible is key because the universe, God, or whatever else you believe in is the one who truly knows what's best for you. So when you say, hey, you know, I want to manifest this new job as a teacher at this specific school and I want to make this much money specifically, this actually creates limitations because you are setting limits on your manifestation. What if the universe says, hey, you know, that's a great vision, but you could make more money as a teacher at this school instead. You know, the universe may not always give you exactly what you want, but the universe will always give you exactly what you need when you are being flexible. So sometimes being extremely rigid with our manifestations can actually create more resistance. So be open to the ideas that the universe sends your way. It may not always look the way you visioned it up in your mind, and that's okay. I always go back to the example of dogs that I always talk about, right? It's like, we know that chocolate is bad for dogs, even if they want it. We hold them back from having it because we know it's not good for them. So we give them a snack that is better. The dogs don't understand why we say, no, you can't have this. But deep down, it's for a good reason and they just have to trust in that. So when it comes to manifesting, I challenge you to try not to put strong limits on what you desire. I challenge you to be a little bit more flexible and have so much trust and confidence in the universe to provide what you need and see what happens. 
Another hard truth about manifesting is that you are going to have to become so self-aware because self-awareness is key. And often with self-awareness, comes accountability. And I know our ego does not always like accountability and self-awareness can challenge and test your ego, but it's necessary. Oftentimes, we tend to hold on to beliefs that just are not ours. Think of these beliefs like weights that you pick up. Eventually, you're you're going to have so many weights that you can no longer move because it's just so damn heavy. That's what it's like when you are holding on to limiting beliefs. You have all of these beliefs that are like weights just holding you back, weighing you down, preventing you from moving forward because it's just so damn heavy. You need to become so self-aware of these limiting beliefs so that you can release them. And becoming aware may also mean that you have to start challenging your thoughts. And this is hard. It's so hard to do because it's hard to believe that, you know, we may have been lied to or that the people we are supposed to, like, who are supposed to love us the most may not have always fed our minds with the healthiest of mindsets. I was doing some of my own reflection on my own belief system, and I talked to my friends about this all the time because I am someone who loves to challenge belief systems. And honestly, some people don't like that. I get it because it often challenges the beliefs of society and a lot of people don't like to question the majority because it's uncomfortable. And to be honest, I was like that for a really long time. The old me wouldn't even be sharing this podcast episode because talking about beliefs made me uncomfortable. My ego would tell me, you know, no, like why would you question that? Don't you see how people react when you go against the norm? When you start to think outside the box, people don't like that. You shouldn't think that way. But then my intuition would always come in and say, you know, why? Why are you taking everything that's being said as base value? Why aren't you questioning these systems that are in place? Something is not right here, can't you see? So it was this constant battle of wanting to stay comfortable in my belief system because questioning the beliefs I currently had was uncomfortable. And it often would go against the beliefs of society and those around me. But what I've realized is this is exactly how the current system is set up. They want us to believe that everything we've been taught for so long is truth and it's the only truth. They don't want us to challenge it. Which is why at such a young age, we go to school. We learn and we are taught that the teachers know best. That people who are older than us know best. That the textbooks speak truth and we should always believe everything that's told to us. That they're couldn't be anything misleading about it. They get us conditioned to think the same and to be textbook smart. And next thing you know, free thinking is pushed away and so is our intuition because that's what they want. They fear us into believing that we need to now go to college to continue to become textbook smart and we do it. And we put ourselves into debt for this piece of paper that lets the world know that we are now worthy of a high paying job because we got good grades and we passed all the tests and we've set up our mind to be conditioned to think exactly what it is that they wanted us to think to be true. Now we are worthy, we are smart, and we are deserving of wealth. So we get that job that we thought we wanted that pays the bills, but sometimes that's not even the case, right? Sometimes we spend all of this money to go to college and we can't find a job that pays, even though we were conditioned to believe that we would. And a lot of us end up getting these jobs and now we're filled with some sort of regret because 
we are enjoying our job. So as I did the reflection on how the education system works currently, I started to question the systems in place. I started to question my belief system and I started to find my limiting beliefs, like believing that I'm not worthy of wealth unless I have a college degree. I struggled with that one for a while. And truth is, you don't have to be worthy to receive money. And I've explained this in many episodes, so I won't repeat myself as I'm sure it feels like I do at times, but this is just one example. There's so many more, but if you were listening to this episode, there is a reason, and it's because you are meant to become so self-aware that you realize the conditioned thinking that has been happening for so long, and this is where we break these patterns. Now, I'm not saying that education isn't important, because it is. What I'm saying is that for so long as a society, we have been conditioned to think a specific way and this way of thinking has greatly limited us and trapped us in this cycle of you need to work hard, you can't enjoy life until you retire, you aren't worthy when it comes to receiving money unless you do A, B, and C. There are people in power who have so much control over our decisions in life because we let people get inside our head. And we are just living life on autopilot without realizing. But here's the thing. Collectively, we cannot sustain this way of living any longer. There are huge shifts coming. And you can see it astrologically. So if you follow astrology, then you know that the United States Pluto return is here. And the last time this happened was when the Declaration of Independence was signed. The birth of our country as its own independent nation. And this is huge energy. And it's happening in the second house, which is all about values and finances, which means collectively, there is a huge shift happening in regards to the nation's finances and values. This shift has been taking place for a bit now, ever since Pluto entered the second house back in 2008. And this is also why we see people leaving jobs that don't value them. People are realizing that they don't need to work for corporations that don't value their worth. People are realizing the unfair distribution of wealth. There's a lot beneath the surface that's coming to light, and this was meant to happen this way. There's a lot that has and will continue to come to light. And if you were listening to this, then I truly believe that you are meant to be a part of this shift in big ways. I don't know if you've heard of Dolores Cannon, but oh my God, she is an amazing spiritual teacher who sadly passed away, but she has some incredible information out there that is truly eye-opening. One of her books is called Three Waves of Volunteers, and I recommend reading it. Essentially, she was a past life regression therapist um, and she was able to get into the subconscious minds of her patients and uncover incredible findings. One of her findings was that there are three waves of volunteers who chose to reincarnate here on Earth to be a part of this big collective shift to help raise the vibration of the planet and create essentially a new Earth. When you hear people say, you know, the new earth is coming, it does not mean that this earth goes away or like anything like that. It simply just means the frequency of the earth shifts to a higher frequency, which then creates this new reality here on earth. Old ways of doing things are no longer. But she explains this all so well, and you should definitely check it out. But what I'm getting at is that it's very possible that you are a volunteer who chose to be part of this movement. Now, I know you could be listening and thinking, you know, this is all nonsense and perhaps it doesn't align with your current belief system. I definitely understand that. Changing a belief or seeing things from a different perspective is really hard. 
especially when it's not always with majority. But what I've learned is that at the end of the day, people can think I'm crazy for thinking this way. People can call me whatever they want, but I know in my soul that if my intuition is telling me that a belief is not aligned with my soul, I need to listen to that. Regardless if my ego thinks otherwise and regardless of how uncomfortable it may make me feel at first to make that shift. At the end of the day, there's no right or wrong because the truth is we don't know what happens when we die. We don't know what the true meaning to life is because it's all based off of perspective, our beliefs, and faith. But what I do know is that believing that I am not worthy to make livable income because I don't have a college degree will not fly for me. And believing that I have to work more than I spend time with families and friends or work more than I actually enjoy living is not going to fly with me either. The truth is, I have met people who have college degrees and people who do not. And I will say that both are worthy and both have incredible thoughts that are worth listening to. Each person is smart in their own way. Each person shines in their own way and both are worthy of a livable income. And this just reminded me too of something that I want to share with you. So my dad called me the other day and told me to listen to a sermon that his pastor gave at church. Now, if you know me, I am not a very religious person. I am spiritual and there is a difference. And oftentimes I feel a strange way when church is brought to my attention, but I felt called to listen to it. It was actually a beautiful sermon and it opened my eyes. It was all about giving grace and showing compassion. It was all about how God or the universe source, whichever resonates for you, has an infinite amount of grace to give. That grace is given even before you make a mistake or mess up because that is how merciful and graceful the universe or God is. Just this light of unconditional love energy. And for me, that's what life is really all about. It's about finding our way back to that compassionate, unconditional love. Just think of the vibrational frequency this planet would have if we all showed grace and unconditional love. But it's hard, right? Because we are human and we don't always get it right because we have emotions and we get tested, and we go through shit, and we mess up. But it puts into perspective the state of the world as of lately. It's hard to find people who are willing to give grace these days. You mess up, and all of a sudden people can't see past that mistake, especially with social media. You see this happening all the time. And the pastor made a great point to say, you know, it's so easy to not want to give grace when it's not your mistake, right? When you aren't the one who did something wrong because you aren't the one dealing with the consequences, but then suddenly you find yourself making a mistake and suddenly you are asking for some grace and forgiveness and the roles change. As humans, it can be so hard to have compassion for people because we are so ego-driven. We want to be right all the time. We can do no wrong. Society has conditioned us well, and I truly feel like we are stepping into a time where we can change this narrative and get back to that compassionate energy, where collectively we have the potential to change the narrative of what we truly value. And so the purpose of this message here is to say that sometimes we need to get so self-aware that we realize how our own thoughts and conditioned beliefs are holding us back. That it's okay to have our values change and that when we start to question and shift our own beliefs and values, we not only just change our own lives, but we can change reality on a collective level. Remember, those limiting ways of thinking are just weights in our pockets. When you start releasing those weights, you start taking incredible leaps forward. And it is so 
freeing. Manifesting is all about attracting who you are being, and a lot of people forget that. When you are in this energy of compassion, gratitude, and inner peace, you start to attract a reality that reflects those energies back to you. It's really important to not let your ego-based mindsets hold you back, especially the mindsets based in fear, and the media does a great job when it comes to pushing these fear-based mindsets upon us because they know that's how they have control over our minds because our ego clings onto that energy and pushes our intuition away. They know that once we realize how incredibly powerful our intuition is, the game changes for them. So at the end of the day, it's really up to you if you want to challenge your belief system or not, but I definitely recommend at least giving it a try. Now, lastly, before I end this episode, another hard truth about manifesting is that it's not about the what do you want to manifest. It's about the why do you want to manifest this. You need to be purpose-driven and manifest from the heart. When we are focusing on the what, this is more ego-based energy. Focus on the why. There's a bigger meaning, a bigger purpose to our manifesting. When we are manifesting from the soul, it's often focused on ways that we can benefit the collective and not just self. Like, if I have this desire to manifest financial freedom, what would my why be? Well, at the ego-based front, it would be because I want to be able to have the freedom to do what I want without restriction, like travel the world or, you know, buy a new home, a brand new car. But at the purpose-driven heart-soul level, I want to be able to give back. For the longest time, I've had this desire to be able to help children who are in need, who have struggled and come from broken families, to be so financially free that my money is helping to serve not only me, but to serve others. And often we have this limited way of viewing people who have a lot of money, especially when we don't have nearly as much as they do. We get into these limiting beliefs and limiting ways of thinking like, wow, they have all of this money, you know, they're probably greedy. They probably, you know, don't give back. Maybe they're selfish or maybe they didn't have to work hard because they just got everything handed to them. It's so unfair, right? But on the flip side, we don't actually know the reality of how their wealth is contributing to society. Instead, we are quick to judge because their wealth triggers our lack of wealth because our ego, again, is focusing on what we lack and creates that lack mindset and judgmental energy because our ego believes that there's not enough to go around. But the truth is there's so much wealth to go around. No matter how much someone else has, there's always enough for you to have more. But our mindset controls that thinking, right? So when you are manifesting from a purpose-driven heart in a soul level and you are focusing on your why and how you can also contribute to the collective, your manifestations will come in quick. At the end of the day, we are all connected in this crazy web of life. When we hurt others, we are hurting ourselves. Energetically, we are all connected in one. If you haven't listened to my Spiritual Laws of the Universe episode, I definitely recommend checking it out because I think it would change your mindset, your perspective, and really help when it comes to manifesting. Anyway, I hope that this episode didn't get too preachy. I just really get passionate in my thoughts sometimes, but I hope that it helped inspire you to shift your perspective a little bit and expand your mind. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to take a screenshot and share it on social media and tag me. I'm at Duclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all social media platforms. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time. 